Welcome to JV Reads the T. The T stands for tarot, honey. I'm JV Hampton Van Sant. Each week I am joined by a guest and I read their tarot cards. I use the Wild Unknown deck and the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit decks by Kim Kranz to dive deep with a special six card reading. And of course we go on usually pretty related tangents. So grab your wand, light a candle, and let's spill that tea, honey. Welcome back, good witches and bad bitches. Welcome back to JV Reads the Tea. Um, And today, my lovely, lovely guest is the fabulous Mel. Say hello to the people, Mel. Hello, hello. Yay. All right. So where might the people on the internet know you from? You might know me from my uh, Saturday morning art stream on Twitch. I am Jelly Melly Draws. I like to stream every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I do character art, D&D, TTRPG art. Uh, and we, we, we fuck around and we find out. Uh, today, <laughs> I, I, I did not do art today. Uh, my chat made one comment during the first hour of streaming, and we spent the next three hours talking about United States history in regards to how they have fucked black people over historically and how they continue to fuck black people over directly and indirectly. Ah, uh, yes. So that was that was that today. Ah, uh, yes. A thing I think about literally every day. Um, <laughs> that I, like, I don't... I. I occasionally may get a little bit yelly about this on my Twitter, but I tend not to. However, my group chats are are a mess uh, because I will mm-hmm. just sort of have an interaction that seems innocuous to me at the grocery store. And then I will overanalyze that that moment for hours, for hours, like multiple hours after the fact in my group chat. Um, but I, f- I feel like and if it, that is warranted. Oh yes, it is. Be- because it was it was something mm-hmm. I was I mentioned this a lot. I I was saying that white people are blinded by their uh by their actual bleached skin, uh because they don't, mm-hmm. you know. And I say this as a white passing person. My my parents are immigrants from not white countries. Mm. I just got the uh, I would say the shit end of the stick because I don't look like a part of them, but I think others would argue I kind of won the lottery. Hmm. It is what it is. Hmm. Whatever. I'm white passing. But basically, white people don't know what to look out for. Hmm. Whereas as being being black in America, like I address this, like black people know what to look out for Hmm. because they've seen it happen to them. They've seen it happen to their peers. They've seen it happen to people they look up to, the people they can they can call heroes and role models. They've seen it. Hmm. White people haven't. So sure, you might have a conversation in the grocery store that a white person's going to take at face value and you're going to be overthinking it because you have the experience to say that you should overthink it precisely i mean there the one i think the one thing that happens the most frequently in like retail establishments specifically because i i don't know this is just i've been thinking i haven't left my house today so it hasn't happened today but i guarantee (laughs) you when i leave like later because i have to go to i have to run to cvs and pick up my medication yay um uh, things I also 
realize in this moment that I have not taken yet today. Whatever, it's fine. I will get to it. It's okay. <laughs> um, but like the one sort of thing that will happen very frequently, um, is the sort of assumption that I work in an establishment rather than like am shopping there, which feels like. <laughs> It it all it happens more during the summer, which is wild to me, because if it had happened during the year, I could at least give them that I was like on my way to work and wearing a lanyard like kind of thing. At that point, I'll give it to them. But like most places that this happens at have a wardrobe that is a very specific wardrobe, like, for example, at Staples. Staples has as a like a very set wardrobe that you can tell from a mile away who works in this establishment because they match the walls of the establishment like that kind of thing the walls like what how <laughs> i don't understand how like when i am like wearing just any it doesn't matter what i'm wearing inevitably some <laughs> some old white lady's going to come up to me and be like hey where do where are these things? Now, the problem here is that I do often know the answer to that question. So I'm left with the weird thing of like, do I reward this behavior? <laughs> do I reward this behavior? But also like, would she okay. just ask anybody to? Because she is old and in a in a tech establishment. I do tend to give grace to like, if they are visibly very old, I will just give them like a pass. I'm like, okay, you're asking the nearest like person who looks like they're under like 45. I get it. At that point, please ask me anything. I will help. I will help immediately. It's when they're like, it's, it's if I am like in a rush and don't answer and they get belligerent where I'm like, see, now you're also just being rude and entitled in a store. Even if I don't work here, this is just bad behavior. But, like, <clears throat> that happens to me not infrequently. And every time it does, I think about, like, I, I don't know, I'm forced to, like, sit and think about, you know, where I live and whether or not this would happen in other places. I feel like other thing other things would happen if I were, say, in, like, England, probably. I probably wouldn't get that wouldn't get that nearly as much but I would get like a different type of thing and it would be just as bad if not worse maybe so I don't know I guess there I don't know I don't know where that thought was going but that's all that's the the beauty of having of being unmedicated right now is just I don't know where anything is going to be going today um, shit I am medicated and <laughs> I, I still don't know where everything's at <laughs> gotta love it yeah yeah <laughs> ADHD fam woo lovely hell yeah oh, absolutely great so um so today we've got this reading here and you mentioned you have um 10 years experience um with tarot um and reading tarot right mm -hmm. fabulous um i have about you want the origin story a year and a half um <laughs> that's okay a little bit longer i've like owned the decks for longer and had done like readings for some of my friends but i again felt like ah these cards know what they're doing i just don't know what i'm doing so maybe a show will help me figure that out, which sounds like the origin story of 
the stream that you have. Um, yes, that's that is my stream's <laughs> origin story. <laughs> I love that. That's such a that was such a it's such a good idea. I think it it's a good idea to yeah. like um, when you're having such a difficult time, like dedicating time to something sort of outsourcing that the need for that dedication to um, I, I call yeah. it I call it working with my ADHD because I know I focus more on things when I'm amongst other people mm-hmm. or if you know like if it's like going to a cafe going to a Starbucks and working I work better when I'm at the Starbucks Agreed. than when I'm at home. I don't know why, but my brain is like, there are people around me. I must look like I am doing professional stuff and I am adulting and all these people are so impressed by my adulting. The people don't care, <laughs> but my brain thinks they do. Oh my God. I like, there was an entire second season of a show that I wrote and it, I wrote the whole thing in a Starbucks and the reason I wrote it there is because their chairs were uncomfortable enough that I didn't want to sit in them for a really long time but I gave myself a limit of like or or like not a limit but like a goal of like hey finish this I don't know why I called them chapters they weren't chapters they were absolutely like episodes or scenes but like I don't know finish this like episode and after you finish this episode you can leave or you can take a break and do something else and then come back and write that second episode and then leave um <laughs> and just set myself up like that and that was that that gave me motivation and a goal and that motivation was goddamn i hate uncomfortable chairs Ooh, <laughs> uncomfortable chairs are <laughs> Oh, the older I get to, the more I, I like cannot handle a chair being uncomfortable. <laughs> and it, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Aging is great. Aging is lovely. We gotta care about our we gotta we gotta care about our backs now. Oh, that's that's the thing. Oh god. I don't yeah. wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna get I don't, a chair I don't on my back, but I have no chair. I don't I don't I don't wanna either, but my, my back uh my back begs to differ. Mm. It demands attention. Yeah. Uh, every time. Um, okay. So I, I mentioned this, I think in the last episode to the listeners that I am using two decks simultaneously right now because I want to get used to looking at the other deck, um, because I enjoy it a lot. Um, (laughs) and also I, it's not like I'm trying to retire the other one. It's more that there's inclusive language included with one card and not with the other that I'm going to try to bring in throughout the two things. So if you hear me say the name of a card and you're like, what the fuck is that? That's probably why. Um, They changed like a couple others like um, in the major arcana as well. Um, Like I think the, the magician is now just the magi. The high priestess is the high sage now. Oh god, that would confuse yeah. me. Then there's the pillar and the anchor, and I don't know who those are supposed to be. I don't remember huh. exactly, but I those haven't come up. Those are not relevant today. But when they are <laughs> When they are when they are eventually we'll have a fun time with me figuring out what the fuck they're supposed to be. Um I this it it'll be fine. Um I uh I had a what is it? I think it's the Crowley Thoth mm. uh tarot deck where instead of strength it's lust. Ooh. 
Ooh, so Carl, so so there are so Tara has a Tara has a long long history oh, yeah. but uh when tarot reading was more popularized in france there were two deck types that came out mm-hmm. of it rider weight which is what everyone's more familiar with that's the the standard yeah, the one this one, one. and then there's of. yes mm-hmm. and then there's carly thoth and the differences between the two is usually in how they are read in terms of symbolism carly thoth tends to be really really more mm-hmm. like interpretive and it can be very confusing for for new uh tarot readers i've just rejected that entirely i'm just like no thanks <laughs> not for me out. that checks out go there it seems like a lot it seems like a lot um <laughs> but though i i mean i don't know this is a f- fun fun names for Fun names for similar cards. I don't know. I appreciate it. Um, anyway, the strength card, the strength card in my current deck has a wolf, though. I I, I keep getting thrown off by that sometimes. I forgot, Usually, it's a lion. I forgot what the strength one was in mine. Now that I think about it, it was something really pretty. I know that, and I like I liked it a lot. And I'll I'll find it later on. However, for now, we're looking at the past. And the past here has got the nine of swords. So here's the, here are the two. Um, now the way that these look <laughs> are, they're both scary, but in completely different ways. Like this is just has the, has the natural, the natural element of just wow, that's a lot. Um, and this one is like also a lot, but. Also, it's goth as fuck, and I just appreciate that a lot. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So <clears throat> those are the those are that's that's what we got for that, and represents dark visions and anguish. Um, it is, <laughs> it's an extremely dark card. Um, the nine of swords reveals the deepest shadows of the self. It indicates insomnia, nightmares, and worries in the midnight hour. Often, these states are accompanied by guilt, despair, or even depression. You'll be battling with yourself, so turn to others for help, find joy, and reach out. So, <laughs> this is a joy. I haven't been on the other end of a reading in a long time. So, <laughs> this is what it feels like. Wow. So, how does that one feel in the? I mean, there's something also too about it being in the past that feels like a good thing. Yes. <laughs> Just in general. Um. So, <clears throat> how is it resonating with you? How's how's it feeling? So COVID was a thing that happened. <laughs> yep. So I, I was one of the people, I call it being displaced by the pandemic, mm. where, uh, so I used to live in a household with, like, it was my then fiance, my mom, my brother, and like, their partners. Mm-hmm. And COVID happened, and we all had to find new places to live. Hmm. In this pandemic, I was on, I was one of the people who had been laid off because of it. And I lived in one of the most expensive counties in the country because I lived in the DMV area at the time. That is around DC, for those of you who aren't familiar with the DMV term. Mm -hmm. 
trying to find a place to live was awful. I can't imagine. Holy shit. Oh, God, the timing. Ooh, the timing. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I'm going to correct myself. I don't think I was unemployed at the time. I think I got my job back and I was working remotely, but my job's physical location was still mm. in that area. Oh, no. And as we were trying to find places to live, uh, my now husband and me, we were getting pushed further and further and further out. Oh, no. Oof. So there was there was that problem. Uh, we have been in our current place for almost a year now. <clears throat> and in terms of like the the anguish and the depression and the deepest shadows, I will say this past year has been pretty, pretty tough. Work-wise has been pretty great for me, but uh, the area that we live in has kind of changed a lot of our habits and the way that we do things. Mm. Mainly because we went from a a suburban, diverse area to overall not as diverse area. Gotcha. And that matters to my husband a lot. Understandable. Understandable. I totally get that. That's ooh. That's mm -hmm. ooh. That's a rough time. Oh God. Um. Oh yeah. I will say, anytime that this card has come up, like in the past one of it because because i started this show if i recall correctly right at the beginning of of the pantene profi so um <clears throat> now <laughs> that's ridiculous i've literally never used that one that's a fun i like i i i prefer calling it the pwn to replay i just i i do because I like thinking about at the start Rihanna. of this Pacini. <laughs> I love that too. Oh, that's great. But um, this is one of those cards that like has just showed up a lot throughout the whole thing. Honestly, there has just been a lot of swords just in general throughout the, <laughs> throughout the Panini. I think um, I think it resonates with a lot of people yeah. right now. Uh, nine of Swords, Ten of Swords, sometimes even oh, what's the other one? It's like Six or Seven of Swords. Mm -hmm. The one that kind of like represents theft it's got like the person running off with swords hold on let me look real quick <laughs> let me look real quick as i reach for the wrong book so here's, anyway. <laughs> so here's what i so here's what i know uh every suit kind of tells a story as it goes from ace to ten and i know with swords the more swords the worse it is because you know it's kind of rough when you're juggling <laughs> a lot of sharp pointy when objects i can't imagine that'd be enjoyable around. Things are can't tense. be enjoy. I can't imagine that's enjoyable for a lot of people. You know. No. Uh, <laughs> um. So the seven, the seven in this one wasn't great. I can hold up the little image here, but it's uh, this, this little fox underneath a bunch of swords. Which this, I don't know why the fox is the part of it that looks the most ominous. Like the swords are fancy and just sort of hovering in midair. The foxes, the fox though. Is like just peeking out like me, and I'm like, ah. anyway. <laughs> the eight, the eight isn't great either. The eight is definitely uh, trapped and powerless. Is the subheader of this one? Yes. Like, my my uh, eight of swords is somebody like surrounded by swords. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And definitely also with the trapped and powerless there too. I can clearly see it with the juggling of, or not the juggling, with the marionette strings and the oof. Mm -hmm. being surrounded by swords while also being on marionette yeah you know what it's Anxiety five seven inducing. eight are not great they're they all kind of suck 
Like after you hit five of swords, it's just kind of downhill yeah. from there. Like there's six, which is kind of fun, which is hope at last. And I'm like, ooh, in the middle of the rest of these? <laughs> That's because five of swords usually represents defeat. Yes. So it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like how death comes after the hangman in the major arcana. Yeah. It's like that idea of we got nowhere else to go. Well, maybe things will get better. Like that's exactly. that's the vibe. There's transformation and change that'll show up at some point, but um, something. Yeah. So this one, this this card in particular, I will also say this one did come up in the last reading, and the where it showed up had me thinking for a brief second. I was like, did I shuffle enough? Just because, like, <laughs> whatever that. But then I'm also like, no, I absolutely did because I shuffled for a smooth fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know, I know that I handled that part well. Um, but also it makes sense that this shows up in like a bunch of different readings for as for a bunch of different people it is ooh, it's rough out there and with delta just sort of around i'm delta is yeah <laughs> delta is uh filling me with anxiety uh but that's this is fine this is fine this is fine. Um, mm. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, um, but it will... Internally screaming. Yeah, like, I... I don't know. We figured out what to do on version one. Eventually. It took us a minute, but we figured it out. And I feel like we'll most likely be okay, I think? With this second round, because I think we'll just, I don't know, maybe I'm just trying to be hopeful, but in any case... I have no faith. <laughs> I We've been failed That's true. as a nation. Oh, no. Yeah. We absolutely did everything wrong, and we're just going to keep doing it wrong. This is fair. I mean... I'm just going to live inside forever. Honestly? Thank you. I'm kind of getting used to it. But not in like a, I'm kind of getting used to it in a way of like a, when I do leave, I, I'm the safest I've ever been when I do leave. And I feel like that helps a bit, like there, there, at least that helps me and that helps my family. So I, I can at mm -hmm. least do that. And naturally then helping uh surrounding people connected with us because safety, but like, Short of that, I don't know what the short of that, I don't know what the fuck else I'm supposed to do. So I will just let this fly. Yeah, until, pretty pretty much. Yeah. But um we live in a place that's what that my is therapist not great. That's what my therapist tells yeah. me. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, focus on what you can control. I can't control other people. I can't control other people's stupidity, audacity, and caucasity. Mm -hmm. I can control what I can do. Uh, which is I can get vaccinated. So yes, I did. And I will continue to wear a mask. It's gotten to the point where I can't, I know I wore a mask when I left the house yesterday to take my cat to the vet. Mm -hmm. I cannot remember myself wearing a mask. I feel like it just became a part of my face. Yeah. Oof. That, that part in particular is a thing that like, on the one hand, I, mm. On the one hand, I got real good at making masks, so that made me feel good. Uh, reusable ones. I just, I feel, I feel good about that. I feel confident about that. That that'll be fine. 
And I also feel confident about my ability to make it fashionable. But that's a separate, um, <laughs> it's a separate and like slightly silly desire, but a thing that I found to be helpful. And it was one of those things that at a certain point in time, I was thinking, I wonder if there's like a program for that, like for like making something that like looks nice and is helpful and if you give that to people who are complaining about wearing a mask in general, would that make them complain less? Because every time I, they've got one of them, one of them ugly ass blue ones. So and then I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know. Maybe if no mask wearing Karen is has like a fancy Dolce and Gabbana ass like thing, then maybe like maybe they'll complain less. No mask, no mask wearing Karen says she can't breathe in those, so mm. ain't gonna help. Oh, God. <laughs> the people It's not, are... it's, it, it's really not about the mask wearing, it's about the marketing that was done Precisely. around COVID. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's where we failed as a country, because it didn't have to be some weird conspiracy if it was <sighs> help your fellow American if it was because you know you know americans we're 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 out of our minds with our patriotism here if you made it sound like this was the most patriotic thing you can do help your fellow american be the world's leader in fighting back covid wear a mask six feet we would be on it mm -hmm. we would be on it so hard we'd police others aggressively about oh, it yeah. we would become a it would become a new social norm in the u.s mm -hmm. Which it should, but now they dropped the ball to begin. Which is, we should have had that to begin with for for multiple reasons, not the least of which is like, there are so many other places that we that also just like in the weird nationalist sense of it that the country like looks down upon these other locations, and yet there they go, just being fine right now. They're fine right now. Those places are okay. Even with, even with a Delta variant, these people are fine. I can't, I can only imagine it might be, it might be because I, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to say that those people in that place trusted their government. I do not think that is the case. Um, just overall, don't know that that's true in a good chunk of places, unless you're in like Denmark for some fucking reason, at which point then, and even then, <laughs> I know, because there is a, there's a phrase, there's something rotten in Denmark, and I do feel like there's a reason <laughs> that statement exists. Um. But uh, I can, now that I'm trying to think of, like, the weird Scandinavian countries that, like, people are happy, like, where people are happy. Norway. Uh, why is it? Why did I say it? Why did I say it like that? Denmark. Like, those weird Denmark. places where people so, are so, happy. So, like, the weird like, <laughs> Oh, no. That's the brainwashing, dear. They they have you believe that these Scandinavian countries where like they have socialized health care and free education, like all of these things, they've got you believing there's something wrong with that. Uh, but here's but here's what it is. It, I do not think it's because they trust their government. I think it's a combination of uh, I do not think these countries have such a huge misinformation campaign as we do in the yes. U.S. I think the people uh, are more educated and are it's not necessarily a trusting in the government it's more so trusting the professionals which we did not have here yeah. we mm -hmm. had our government 
actively antagonizing the professionals and the experts and stating that they could not be trusted when they were the experts. Right. So we didn't listen to them. Yeah. And that is, and that's how I think that is here. what it, it comes to. Well, USA, USA. Um, and speaking of here, <laughs> perfect <laughs> transition. Woo. Um, and speaking of being here, aka being in the present, what? Um, we've got the uh, the sovereign of swords, also the mother of swords. That that is the that is what this one. Is. It's got a pretty owl. I like the owl. I love a good owl. Um, it's pretty. and this like one that. has a butterfly and what looks like a crown and a couple roses as well as naturally a sword because duh um, <laughs> if they're, imagine they're not having been a sword pictured on this somebody would have like there would have been a revolt um, <laughs> anyway <laughs> but uh, yeah so the mother of swords is sharp and perceptive perceptive wow wow my i <laughs> i was supposed to record a story today and the name and how the fact that i can't like complete a sentence in like a easy flowing way is bad so i don't think i'm gonna record that thing today i don't think that's gonna happen i think i will have to do that another day um <laughs> anyway uh You'll often find the Mother of Swords putting her sharp perceptions to use as a therapist, doctor, or teacher. She's extremely experienced and knowledgeable in her field. Some think of her as all-seeing. This card can sometimes represent a woman going through uh, a difficult time. She may be recently widowed or divorced, and usually without children. During this time, there's potential for her criticism. For her criticism? Yes, for her criticism to soar. Ooh. <laughs> I got to that last line. I was like, oh. Uh, why is the vibe of this card, mother-in-law? Wait a minute. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> not... <laughs> I am I am an unmarried human being, so it is the trope of mother-in-law that I'm thinking of. Um, but that makes sense. Mm, that is interesting. Um, so <clears throat> the way that it hmm. Mm, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I'm unsure. How is this card feeling for you? And how do you think this might apply to your sort of present moment and situation? Well, thankfully, my marriage is okay. Fabulous. <laughs> uh, we love to hear it. We love to hear that. But here's so here's what I will say resonated with me as you were going over the Sovereign of Swords, mm -hmm. Mother of Swords, meaning is the sharp and receptive, the teacher, therapist, uh, not so much the going through difficult time, but more so the aspects of them being a listener. Mm -hmm and being intuitive and receptive in that regard. Mm -hmm. uh, I do think that is entirely accurate. I find myself in the position of listening to others, giving advice. And in terms of sharp criticisms, I think that tracks. I think in the context of going from a Nine of Swords in my past and seeing me come out here with a Sovereign of Swords, I think it shows wisdom has been gained. Mm -hmm. I think it shows and kind of represents this more level-headed approach yeah. 
to bad things happening sort of deal. Totally. Like, yeah. Yeah. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. I, I've always, when I, um, oh God, because it has been on my mind, I am so sorry. I'm going to bring it up. I, I hate that I'm going to do this. It has been on my brain since Christmas of this year. Um, oh boy. which is Wonder Woman 1984. There's exactly one scene where I, the, it, the problem with this scene is that they put it at the beginning of the movie. If they hadn't put this scene at the beginning of the movie, I would never, I wouldn't be still thinking about this. I also had to rewatch this yesterday because I was working on the script and they really, the message of that first scene of the movie was really, Oh, if you fail at a thing, if because, because there was something on a field that you were supposed to be driving through that wasn't supposed to be there, a.k.a. you hit a rough patch at a thing, and you found a loophole or, like, a way for you to get through it and get back to doing what you were already doing and, like, keep making it work, that's cheating. What? Wait, no. Um, <laughs> I, like, I cannot explain how much that whole scene make like it fills me with an intense amount of rage also because it's happening to a child i think there's also that like so it's it's them telling this child you got knocked off your horse by that thing you got you fell down you may have found that little path there that like allowed you to get back on your horse but that little path there was cheating you took the easy route instead of just accepting your failure and defeat and giving up because functionally, the only thing you would be able to do at that point is give up. And see, that's where the movie lost me. That's where, like, and also they lost me because that is a race of warrior, of warrior people. Mm, warriors would pride resilience. That is a thing they would do. And that's what that was. Finding that route to continue what you were doing so that you com can complete it. But also you've learned that that thing was there. So you're not going to make that mistake the next time you do this thing. Like mm -hmm. you've made mistakes, you've learned from them and you've moved forward and you are right there at the finish line about to complete the thing. And instead your auntie comes through and embarrasses you by telling you you cheated on this task. Oh. Bad parenting one two um <laughs> okay I I will stop it there but basically that just reminded me of the resilience of like of <clears throat> the resilience of surviving after a hard time any hard time that we go through it's it's important that we find what the what that we find a takeaway of some kind from it and over time we'll find more and more. But in the sort of immediate aftermath, like, yes, there's the sitting with the grief element of, like, having gone through some form of suffering. But then there's the the need to, the need to, even while grieving, find that, that nugget of positive thing that you learned. Or even if not a positive thing you learned, a thing that you learned. Um, just, just whatever that thing is. And use and taking that and moving forward with that thing is crucial. That's a crucial and important life thing that we need to do 
also, that scene doesn't really connect with the rest of the movie and had no business being in the fucking movie. It was beautiful. Oh, it was God. beautiful. It was beautifully shot. It was like beautifully done. They fucked it up by giving it a terrible message. <laughs> by giving it a genuinely just bad, bad, bad message. And 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 just anyway. So don't watch that movie, dear people out in the audience who have not, for some reason, caught Wonder Woman 1984. Don't do it. You, save your save your money and time, and it'll allow you also, if you don't watch that movie, to continue liking the first one. Because you will, after seeing this movie, spot several things that were wrong with that first one that you wouldn't have noticed had you not seen the second movie. Anyway, fine. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I have, like when I when I say I have like and I it, it for a moment yesterday yesterday ooh as we record this yesterday they announced they were giving a um they were doing a black canary spin-off. The one and only fucking thing I wanted them to do. I was about to go very hard at this video essay at them for like never and another one about Suicide Squad for them like not valuing and giving resources like effective resources to their like female writers they 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 sure as shit didn't do that with birds of prey <laughs> let that movie just not and that movie didn't flop by any means but like the advertising budget was not there but it was sure as shit was there for suicide squad it absolutely was and that sucks because <laughs> and that sucks because I mean, the Suicide Squad wasn't, like, a bad movie. There are some issues, but, like, I don't know. The, if they give the money to to the right people and they let the right people work on things, you can wind up with something like Birds of Prey, which is the best film that they have made in years. Like, the best DC film that they've made in years. Anyway, so here's hoping that they actually... <laughs> give that budget oh also that just means that they also hired um multiple black people for a for a thing which is great they hired misha green to write the movie i've never been more thrilled also because uh um journey smollett and misha green as a combo we've seen it we Heck love yeah. it here for craft country iconic um here for it. We we deserve this. We all collectively deserve this thing. We did not survive this last year and a half <laughs> for them to not give us this beautiful... <laughs> anyway, um, that might be giving it a lot, but I'm going to not be as shady <laughs> to DC because they are doing at least one good thing. Um, <clears throat> anyway. So, yeah. So this is a... This is a a point of a a point of um of having having gone through having gone through a negative thing and come through it with a with a positive thing and with a uh and with sharpened senses as it were which i think which i think is a really good thing now this next bit here is an interesting one to be here in general um because th we've jumped down to 
the problem section. The sort I I feel like I've explained this to the listeners before, but I don't know that I have. But the reason I don't jump just direct to future at this point is because I find that most of our problems tend to reside in this exact spot, which is in between the present and the future. It's the anxiety corner, is what I am saying. Um, so jumping down to the problem, we've got the sun. So the sun is exploding, and that is the problem. Woo! Anyway, no, that's 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 a bad joke. Uh, <laughs> but there we are. Um, so there's not much to say about the visuals on this card, other than like there's interlaced hands underneath the sun on the fancy, pretty. I mean, they're both very pretty, but like, I don't know. I this one I liked simply because it it has like a the rainbow holographic thing to it. And this one's got birds on it too in the corners, but that's that's <laughs> really about it. Um, but the sun. It's it sounds like that one springtime song, the uh, the ones with the birds. Do 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 do. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing in my head. Oh my god, that's uh, the one. I need to know what the name of that song is. Same. <laughs> it's standard thing you think of on a spring morning. Hmm pretty anyway so this card uh represents the sort of position within the major arcana that is vitality and enlightenment so imagine for a moment that you're soaking in the warm rays of the sun it feels nourishing and healing all of your aches and pains just fade away the sun card brings this amazing energy into your life vitality and health abound while you feel assurance and clarity in all you do. Spend some extra time outside today. Be grateful for the radiance of the sun and the life force it gives all creatures. So, I like this one because it just has the practical advice of go out and get some vitamin D, which I appreciate. Good. Just touch some grass. <laughs> just good advice. Just go out and touch grass. <laughs> Good advice in general. I get it. But also, like, um, the fa this being in the problem section is, is a wild one. Because um, all that sounds lovely to me, which maybe the the positioning of that in this reading means that there is a a desire for vitality. A desire for that healing for the aches and pains to go away um <laughs> re we gotta worry about our back now uh because we were because aging um anyway <laughs> so um i don't know uh what is it how is it how's this one feeling overall can i propose <laughs> like an alternative yes. to it being a problem solution section yeah. of the spread i think by having uh the card by by saying this position is problem solution in the present mm -hmm. i think it's causing an inclination mm -hmm. to try to look at it a certain way mm. but what what i think instead it's really more like advice ah uh, yes guidance for the presence that's a ooh you right. You absolutely right. That <laughs> you have. You're absolutely because it was because right. you were saying yeah. it. You were saying it before we started recording. How sometimes you end up with two solutions or two problems, mm -hmm. and now like seeing this card, it's like I don't think. I think your deck is trying to tell you it's not problem solution. It's like yeah. 
guidance, advice. The cards are trying to tell you something mm -hmm. about where you are in your present. Yeah, I think that's right. I think you're right. I think that makes a lot of sense. It also is thing things that I think that also makes sense there too, given the given the nature of the last card, given the nature of um particularly the uh the part of the last one that was about going through a like going through a difficult moment and still like needing still needing to heal from it. There's still that that need to do that. Um and there and here this card comes. It's vitality and enlightenment and literally the the in the description of the card has actual advice written there which i that's one that's one reason i will forever love this deck is that it just has that um other other decks i've had have have similar things to it but this one like makes it a point to like really like have a robust like Mm -hmm. here the actionable steps please take them in yeah. some way which i love um but yeah, that that feels that feels correct. I think that is very correct. There hold on. And if that if that resonates with you, then that is a good sign. Oh, yeah. Sometimes sometimes the guards tell the cards will tell you how they want to be read. Precisely. Oh, my, hold on a sec. I'm trying to find the there okay. So there's so with this, um, with the special shiny deck, as I'm going to call it now, um, <laughs> it came along with a little uh, one of these, which has just um, just a, a list of like things to look out for that'll appear on the cards that'll allow you to sort of like gain from looking at the cards, like a little bit more insight as to what it might mean. Um, so I'm like trying to look at them now and see like, so if I hold it, hold on, let me hold it up a little closer. But like you see, there's there's the hands underneath there, and then there's that up hands. Bit. But like on here, there's nothing that mentions that mentions hands at all. Um, so I'm saying, or like, but there's also flowers on the hands too, and I'm looking for that. Flowers are also not mentioned. There are nails, but that doesn't seem to be related to anything. Whatever, it's fine. I don't know that that's actually that that would actually work for looking at this, but I figured I would just look at it quickly just to see. Um, actually, I haven't really used this like little card a lot yet. As it, I don't know. Um, so it does it. So wait, does that little card like hmm. the reoccurring symbols that you would find throughout the deck and what they yeah. mean? Like for example, um, no. if we were to jump back to the Nine of Swords, that one has a a skull on it. Um, and it has under there like skull destruction, death, and rebirth, um, that kind of thing. And on the uh, sovereign of swords, there is a butterfly which has wings on it, and wings are swift movement, innocence, and young energy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> hey, I should have brought that up earlier. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> young innocent energy yeah that tracks <laughs> what a what very deeply valid and i love that that's that's oh that is a that's a good energy to have just in general that youthful energy i was um earlier this week like surrounded by a lot of <laughs> surrounded by a lot of small children i was helping run a summer camp um and like there were there was also earlier this week a lovely moment where um 
I got to basically like be a young queer mentor or like a mentor for a young queer person, basically by um, I I tweeted about this and the listeners will have heard about this tweet already, wherein I was literally sent home because I was just in sweatpants and like a t-shirt, uh, but I was sent home to like, and they're like, I, we're going to need you to come back. Like actually, like actually looking like put some effort in basically, like, not, but not in a shady way. <laughs> like Just look more visibly queer, come back looking more visibly queer so that <laughs> specifically for this child, because this child is going to benefit. Oh. From that. And I, almost cried um no who am i kidding i did cry i cried heavy on the way home um but like it was it was just such a beautiful little moment and like i think about that and i think about how like seeing the kids and interacting with the kids this week has like made me feel really good and it gave me that feeling of like youthful energy and happiness and like hell yeah i i felt like able to actually do things even though i physically like often didn't want to do anything um i at least was like yeah i have the energy to keep like to remain conscious and awake despite it being early in the morning um and i can observe y'all like actually hang out and have fun and do all of these things and that just puts me in a better mood and that like so that youthful energy is a wonderful thing it's a highly recommended i don't know how i don't know how other people out there can obtain that youthful energy um indulge your inner child i think is the thing that i would say step one have adhd that too um of which i know <laughs> a lot of i know a lot of the people who listen to this can absolutely relate i i know it i know it for a fact i <laughs> Have I seen y'all's you medical don't records? Perceive... No, but... <laughs> when, yeah, when you don't perceive time in a linear fashion, it's very easy for you to forget you're supposed to be an adult who's almost 30. <laughs> it's very easy to think that maybe you're like a high school graduate mentally. That's, yeah. that's fair. I am a smooth 31. I, I am... I am... But, and yet, and yet the youthfulness of this face. Mm. Anyway, that's... that's right, I was about to say, 31, excuse me? It's, it's a thing. It's a, it's a thing just in general, but it's a thing, like, specifically, like, in my, like, for my whole family, my entire family, with the wild exception of my stepfather and my little brother, but only because my little brother is tall. Like, he does look like a kid, <laughs> Because he's like fourteen, but like, <laughs> but he is like tall kid. Three. Like, and I don't like Jesus. Christ. He's been taller than me like Why? for the last like two years, and I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Not like, okay. He is half my age, and at least five to six inches taller than me, and I'm like, what? How? Not and okay. Feel like a footballer, okay. and like I just I can't do it. It's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot happening there. It's too much. Um, nothing makes me feel older than him and his friends, like all being taller than me, except for one uh, of them. No. <laughs> except for one of them, who is so much shorter than me, because we don't know when he'll hit his growth spurt. This little one. Oh. He is real short. <laughs> short. They're the same age. He is like all of this tall still. Like, 
like only comes up to my Baby. chest and I'm like this is just funny to me. Oh. It's funny to see them next to each other because it's the oh, it's so funny. Anyway, that's <laughs> anyway the youthfulness aside. There, uh, that's just a fun little thing that exists in the world. Um, so <clears throat> uh, now for the for the next uh, for the next of the advice, I suppose cards. I think that was the, was that the word from before. Guidance. Guidance. There go. That uh, was advice. the word. Guidance. Yeah, I need to like physically write it down, but that would that is a problem in this room as there is no pencil in this room, which is which is bad. <laughs> Given the amount of like this is also the room in which I play all of these role playing games, and you would imagine that that would mean there's a pen in here somewhere, and yet, <laughs> and yet, that is not. And yet, uh, um, oh boy, but we have the. Three. Did we? The sun card, though, you said there was flowers on it. Did we get oh, the the symbolism translation of there, flowers? There, there isn't one. It doesn't provide right. an example. Nothing on that card nope. has as... <laughs> nope. Okay. Not a single it's special. one. The closest I could find was um, there's a thing here that says bones, which I guess one could say the hands contain nah. bones, but that feels nah, incorrect. Nah, I don't think that's it. <laughs> That feels weak. Yeah, like, that feels like you're at reaching. At that point, yeah. I am reaching very far for that one. <laughs> that just wasn't it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Bones, maybe? <laughs> the, the the hands could also technically be roots or something. No. See? <laughs> Not reaching. Oh, wait. Hold on. Too wait much. a minute. Wait a minute. Roses are here, actually. I also have dyslexia, so I do occasionally like misread things, and I did think that this was part of the previous line. I thought it was like just like oh yeah, just a cute little line break, but you have it like all juxtaposed to center. So like I don't know, it's a silly thing. Love and joy, which is great, and also still feels like that fits really well. Um, yeah, that still feels like it fits. But yes, so that is the the additional sort of thing behind it there is love and joy. Um, I'm surprised. There is also kind of a thing here where the center of this sun does also kind of look like a coin a little bit. Like just in the way that it's kind of shaped. Like it, the sun itself kind of seems a little bit more like a like a medallion a little bit it kind of looks like a sunflower to me oh. like a daisy or something oh, i like that oh that, that makes me happy i i'm also half biased my sun card has a field of sunflowers in oh. it oh that is perfect i so i guess like the thing i was looking at there is like oh there's also an a bit of a fortune opportunity abundance <laughs> that could be there as well but more of a like huh Maybe in the, maybe not, maybe not, but like, maybe, I don't know. It's fine. It, that's fine. Um. However, speaking of things that do absolutely have um, roses and, is that an arrow? What the hell is that? <laughs> the... the my favorite, my favorite moment in a reading when you're looking at the art and you're like, "What? The fuck is this?" Eh? Um, nope, those are wings. Nani da fuck. There are wings. There's a fire and uh, waves. 
the wings are the only thing that appear on the on the list of things I'm supposed to look for. Again, I am also presuming this is a short list. There's a longer list, like in the little booklet that came with it. Um, ah. But that little booklet is also underneath the rest of the cards from this deck, um, and that feels like it would take a lot of a lot of work to find it. And I haven't taken the pages out of that book, unlike how I did for the others. Sorry, book nerds. I do as well love books. I have also started turning a single book into a purse, but we'll leave that alone. Um, wild craft projects that I don't need to be doing. Love them. They're very fun. They, they, they fill me with joy. Anyway. Not my phone going off. Oh my god. Anyway. I am a professional podcaster. This is a true thing. <laughs> Yet my phone is directly oh, you know maybe, I should, maybe I should make sure my phone is uh, silent. Oh, it's fine um you'd think, it, you'd think five years in theater i would know by now but no <laughs> Woo! shout out to theater yes um well. i was always in the back it didn't really matter i <laughs> it never really mattered if i had my phone on i was with the costumes i wasn't i wasn't like up <laughs> dealing with people it was fine um but anyway so we have the three of the three of coins um here and um, the three of coins on this one is where the wings are. Like the wings are there. There's also a rose up at the top too, which is nice. Um, the waves and the then the whatever that is. I forgot the fire. There we go. Um, <laughs> overall, a large triangle shape. And the reason I suggested the arrow bit was kind of that this reminds me, like uh, like the point of an arrow. Um, but then also there. It also has a compass on it, kind of like the way that they sort of connect at the bottom. Yeah, there. it looks like it looks like a little bit of mm. a bit of a compass and a it, that shape with the little circles in it. It kind of reminds me of a, a planchette from the the Ouija Ooh, boards. Yes, <laughs> I have, which kind of has the same idea as an arrow. Absolutely, I have I have one of those as a I have a Ouija board just has a, a piece of decoration on my on my bedroom door. Um, because, because at this point, I don't really give a shit if, <laughs> I don't really give the much of a shit if I get haunted. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, that's silly. Uh, but on this one, there is a mountain and, uh, three interconnected coins at the bottom. If I move my hand to the side, there it is. Yeah. Um, Weirdly, the meaning doesn't seem any less clear from any like clearer from this one, but like it's teamwork, determination, and focus. That last one feels shady. <laughs> that last word there feels shady to me. We'll get to it. It's fine. Um, cards are just disrespectful, okay? <laughs> right? The sh they, they just they just are. <laughs> the like they know, they know everything about you, and they know how to hurt you. Like focus, excuse like, me. Focus, like ooh, determination, and fo okay, sure. You're asking also too much. Teamwork. I'm sorry, cards. <laughs> teamwork, I can kind of get though, and that's actually if I was going to just look at the first three words and say what this might like be a reference to. It might be saying play some more games. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, but love, I ain't got right? time. <laughs> I like, oh, but I will read through the rest of it. So the task ahead is a momentous one. Usually, 
related to your job or career. The Three of Pentacles suggests you must focus all your efforts. Discipline, strategy, and hard work are needed more than ever. If you become weary or overwhelmed, rely on those around you. This is a card of teamwork, so you may need the strength of others to conquer the mountain. I love I just love this deck so much. Um, <laughs> I love oh, I love both of those cards together. Right? For my present. But yeah, this definitely feels more fitting in terms of, of guidance and Yeah, for sure. Other stuff for the present. Because here is do you want to hear my uh what's resonating yes, please. between the yes. two? Mm-hmm. So for the sun with the vitality and enlightenment to me, and because it's major arcana. Uh, I always interpret Major Arcana as like the really, really big signs that something is like more solid. I don't yeah. think Destiny is set in stone, mm-hmm. but of the cards, Major Arcana is like the big neon sign that's pointing you down the path and saying you're going this way. Mm-hmm. So that's telling me with the Enlightenment, the vitality, bringing energy into life and assurance. That card in and of itself is giving me assurance that what I'm doing right now is the right thing. Hell yeah. That the path I'm gone is is correct. And the three of coins, I love this because right now I've been in a very good spot with my job. My job's been very good to me through this pandemic. Yes, excellent. They, you know, like they, they had to lay off a lot of people like many other jobs had, but I got a call from like my boss three weeks in, not to give my job back, but to say that if there was an opening, they'd give me a call. I did get a call oh, yeah. like two months later, got a different position in the department I wanted in. And because I was displaced by COVID, they let me go fully remote so I didn't have to worry about anything else. And as such, in the role that I am in, I am currently in the position of trying to restructure the responsibilities that my role has and elevating it. Oh, now that teamwork bit in there starts to make a bit more sense, mm-hmm. I see The it. teamwork, the termination, and the focus, all of that resonate mm-hmm. in the context of advancing my career. Hell yeah. I have... I have a very supportive team and management that see what I am capable of and are encouraging me to work better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know I can't like go far without them but i do need to stay focused and determined on we're doing smart goals at work so those are the things i definitely need to focus on because i know accomplishing my smart goals at work uh will be a good sign for me and where i stand hell yeah so hell yeah oh that's excellent i'm there there's a very specific kind of joy that hits when you when you when a card like when it when several cards really do hit right that that's just like oh it's like a weird like second like secondhand pride i will not take pride for like the fact that i drew these because functionally all i did was draw them like all i did was shuffle and then place them on the i thing. reject that notion mm-hmm. here's why mm-hmm. though i did also because call it here, so there is that too so you so here's here's why I reject that notion of the I just pulled them, right? Is because you are connected with your deck in some way, shape, or form. And in order for you to pull cards that is going to resonate to somebody else in the reading, there is some work and there is some focus involved. For you, it was you listening to my stream to kind of get a connection to my energy and my my flow. And I think that helped you have have that 
energetic connection with me so that when you pulled the cards, the cards could feel that as well. Otherwise, you're just shuffling and throwing out cards like a poker game, but you are doing it with intention. And that is that is the thing with with what it is, your witches and your bad bitches. (laughs) It's all about your intent when it comes to reading and using divination tools. This is true. This is true. This is also this is also why the cards are sassy and they're disrespectful because they know <laughs> that is that is how they do exactly. it. Exactly. Correct. Correct indeed. Yeah, like the I I am the energy conduit by which these can connect to other things. This is true. This is true. I do also <laughs> it's more of a it it's the I guess secondhand thing is is incorrect. What it is is more of a oh my kids were accurate. Like kind of a thing. My kids said a smart thing is the only thing I can relate it to. I don't have children. So again, weirdly a thing that doesn't make sense for me to like use as a thing. But like that's, yeah. Like it's that pride you feel when like something that you made is out there doing a good thing. So I guess like that's the, that's the connection there. That part feels good. I I'm just happy that it I'm happy that it made sense. Also, <laughs> this, is, yep. the simple joy of something making sense is beautiful. Like it makes me it makes me feel very good. It gives you it gives you the dopamine and it it tells the imposter syndrome to quiet down just a little bit. Exactly. I get yeah. it. Oof. Yeah. Absolutely. That. Okay. So we have two cards left, and this being future is a fun one i like this one a lot this one also weirdly came up in the last reading it's justice it's got kitties on it um (laughs) it's got kittens it's got a black and a white kitten and i love them um and also on here we have a thing that is a sword a sword worthy of Sailor Moon, if I'm being completely honest. It is gorgeous, but also seems highly impractical and very heavy. Um, <laughs> but it is the scales of justice, naturally. Um, and uh, a lot of moons involved in that, apparently. Um, so, justice. Decisions and karma, as it were. <clears throat> With the... With tails entwined, two cats look directly at you, waiting for you to choose between them. Which is right and which is wrong? The justice card implies a weight or heaviness surrounding a choice you have to make. Now is not the time to shun the concept of divine balance or karma. All of your choices affect your life, and sometimes the lives of those around you, both now and in the future. I huh so a weighty heavy choice um a weighty heavy choice coming down the god I hope it doesn't involve my cat (laughs) honestly fair um fair oh god that does remind me of my cat my uh, my cat is she's so old she is (laughs) she's for me for me it's that okay so like you met artemis she's the new baby in town luna is an angry cat luna is my older nine-year-old i've had her for nine years cat uh so the intro process has been going very very slowly that's why i say god i hope it's not about my cat because i the last time i tried to have a second cat uh 
I had to give them back. Oh, no. So I'm looking at Artie and I was like, there's no place to give you back to. Oh, you came from outside. Oh, no. Oh, here's hoping that that all goes smoothly. I, I feel like. Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not about Artemis. Uh, mm-hmm. Visions. Wow. Big stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of. Yeah. But there is also the. Um, I don't know if this helps, but when I read the line of now is not the time to shun the concept of divine balance or karma. All your choices affect your life and sometimes the lives of those around you. The here that there is a there's a part of that <laughs> that can seem deeply overwhelming. But I personally find that when when I have to make a decision and I know it's going to impact a bunch of people, I find it easier to like make the decision that feels the most correct because I now I now can generalize what the benefits going to be like if I were to like hmm okay here's I think an a example of a of a thing I am a caregiver and I frequently have to make meals for the person that I am a caregiver for um I frequently literally like every day i have to do that like that's sort of a required thing um, i mean you know you don't you don't decide to just like skip meals for them precisely. or anything. it's like that's not how that goes um so like <laughs> because of that i have um i have to do a lot of budgeting and careful planning surrounding the budget that we have even though there are so many beautiful shiny objects in the world that i want um that some of which would enrich my life rather a lot would it be helpful for me to have a functioning washer and dryer absolutely that is expensive as shit though and i don't know that i want to go with that right now when i can just like i it's the washer part of the washer and dryer combo that's broken and they made like small, cute, like travel size alternatives. And my parents live across the driveway if I need to do like a larger load of laundry. So I'm good. I still have a functioning thing and I can make that work. Um, but like, and that sort of helps in the decision making process of like the thing that's going to benefit both me and the person I, I'm the caregiver for is that I can feed us. Um, <laughs> because like, yes, I'm personally fine if I need to miss like a couple meals here and there, but the care, the person I'm caring for is can't do that. So the decision is made for me that like, at that point, I have to care for this other person I, and they need this thing. I can do that thing. That's a pretty rather extreme example of that. But like, uh, but that's the sort of thing I mean, like having that other, that having that, the weight, uh, the weight of the thing also be, on like potential effects for other people helps us i find weigh the decision in a way that's more fair for everybody while also taking ourselves into account at the same time yeah i think that makes sense yeah. i don't know what uh, might be what the decision might be about but that is true it will yeah. it, it will not tell me directly yeah, like, <laughs> but it does yeah it's also kind of something a little uh, funny to me. Uh, there's no way you would have known this, uh, and I've been holding it within as the reading's gone through. I'm a Libra, oh. so I'm an air sign. Oh. So it was funny for me to see a couple of swords show up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look at that. My sign, the swords. 
Hello, old friend. I get the swords a lot when I read for myself. Uh, gotcha. uh, They're a, it's an interest. And Justice, the card Justice, tends to be ruled by the Libra constellation. Uh, that does make the sense, scales. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about astrology for a second, like, that does check out. Mm. Oh, I love... I like again yeah. that look <laughs> when the things connected. It just well, oh, that dopamine hit. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah. So I might not. It might. I might not know what the big decision is for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I also like tying all the other cards together as a whole. Sure. So based on all the cards that we've pulled thus far, especially for the present and guidance cards, mm -hmm. and seeing the justice card for my future, I am. I'm actually not worried. Yeah. Which is good. I, I'm. The idea of big decision, like triggers my initial oh no response which happens Fair. with everything that's new but i don't feel like i'm going to be in pain with that decision no it seems like is that kind of that kind of like that's that's the feeling i'm getting here yeah what it seems like to me is that you are is that you are perfectly primed to make a you're is that from the rest of this perfectly primed to be able to make a decision and it will it might be it might be at most like mildly uncomfortable for about like five minutes uh, and that, but like you'll be able to make it and you'll have the resources backing you to be able to do it yeah, yeah which is great that's what I feel. that makes that makes me personally feel good about like about your future <laughs> which is good um and that just generally like that is always good to know that like there is a um that whatever the future holds whatever the future brings you'll be able to meet it and you'll be able to meet it well there's something good about that it is marvelous marvelous indeed now this last card here from the wild unknown animal spirit it is my it is it is this this deck actually okay so funny enough whenever i do readings for myself um the the my regular deck is just flat out mean to me um but like in a in a productive way like it does that every time it is you know how like there are some cards that seem to have like overlapping meaning but one of them is a little more harsh than the other yeah, yes it'll choose the 100%. harsh one every time because i i suppose the cards know i can handle it um <laughs> No, the cards are just disrespectful. Yeah, that too. Uh, that, that's just they're just disrespectful. Just gonna tell me about myself like that. Just going, just mm -hmm, going to do that. Mm -hmm. mm. Anyway, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they do that every time, and that just is what it is. That's lovely. I I love that. I love that they do that. Keeps me honest. However, the other one, this other deck is the one that connects to me personally, and like occasionally to other people. Yes, in that like there's one card that I draw each time for another person, right? It can handle that. If I were to do a full, like, like the full 12 card reading for like um, the year, the year, <laughs> that year long reading, if I were to do that for another person, it'll be accurate if I'm like best friends with that person. 90% of the time, though, it will give like just a, just a, just an odd variety of answers, none of which flow together or connect. But whatever it does for me, it always, it always, it always does a does a good job and does and gives me gives me really really helpful things um and for you today we've got 
A cute little rabbit. Ah. <laughs> rabbit. I love I love the art of this one. It's just the, the just the most adorable little rabbit. It's very it reminds me like of the old like kids' storybooks. Right? Oh. Kind of thing. Like Peter Rabbit oh, and man. even Frog and Toad. Oh god. I love Got that look. I I need to go back and like revisit some of those mainly just because I, I don't frequently go back and like revisit kids books often but like there are some that I just feel like were so strange like frog and toad was a very strange like like from what I remember from it it was odd and I feel like revisiting is probably a good thing and I might catch some things I think, in it. I think yeah. so. It's like these, it's like those classic stories that I think are written for like reading to kids, but adults understand them more because they they have more of the uh, the tool set mm -hmm. to get more of the messages exactly. and the themes. Yeah. Now, this one is interesting. Oh, so the subheader of this card is um afraid of everything overwhelmed and frozen so here's the thing <laughs> i don't disrespectful <laughs> excuse me look i i didn't realize it was gonna be like that i didn't know it was gonna just say that <laughs> but okay what is it afraid of everything afraid of everything overwhelmed and frozen <laughs> like Oh, most of, okay, I just, I want to pull out real quick, like, that the one from the last reading, Um, so the listeners will remember this one from last week, but it says, a desire to delve deeper, profound peace, ancient wisdom, is what I was expecting. That's the level of words I was expecting, and that's the type of words I was expecting. Not afraid of everything. <laughs> So called out like that that they're just disrespectful they were this deck so after we're gonna fight we're gonna fight me and this deck okay oh my god all right i think it 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 gets it gets less disrespectful in the like meeting here but like that first bit i'm like wow y'all couldn't have worded that any other way just any they, other they way. knew i could take it um, they knew. They knew. <laughs> the rabbit Dang. loves to remind his friend that. Or ra let me restart that. Oh my god. Um, the rabbit loves to remind his friends that someday the eagle will swoop down and eat him. He talks and talks and talks about it so loudly, in fact, that one day the eagle hears and thanks him for a great idea. <laughs> rabbit energy is alive when we are scared most often about the future and we become our own worst enemy <laughs> we spin up a dust cloud of fear and then complain to others that we are lost notice your thoughts and words oh rabbit they shape your destiny um when in balance the rabbit energy is sensitive uh a problem solver and a good listener when out of balance can over explain and talks fast i feel called out by this card actually like i don't like it's dead right <laughs> right like this is a direct call out 
to bring it to balance a day of silence. Ooh, that's okay. This card is actually just rude. I I lied earlier when I said it, it seemed like it got less disrespectful. It, it the when in balance bit is is not disrespectful. That part makes sense and that part feels good. It's the out of balance and the bring into balance then the the text on the thing. All of it. everything about this card is disrespectful. I... It had one redeeming quality to make itself seem nice, but it's disrespectful. I feel a type of way about this. But also, <laughs> um, but also at the same time, this this card I think is a good reminder of like is a good reminder about like um, how we talk to ourselves and how we treat ourselves. So less of a bringing into balance with a day of silence or whatever. Fuck that. Fuck that noise, actually. Um, <laughs> or fuck that lack of noise, actually, technically. Um, whatever. Um, what that does mean to me is self-care and like actually taking care of like actually taking care of ourselves by noticing how we talk to ourselves taking and whatever we say there that is not necessarily the greatest thing in the world, flipping that and being kind to ourselves in those moments and like actually doing something, doing something positive. So in those moments when we are feeling that anxiety and that fear and feeling overwhelmed as shit about things, um, turning whatever we're feeling into a compliment, like, when I am, <laughs> this is a silly example. When I am driving um, down to wherever the hell I'm trying to go, typically I'm driving about an hour away because th that's where the nearest fucking, um, not Taco Bell, Jesus. Well, the Taco Bell is an hour, but in the opposite direction. Um, KFC, that's what I'm thinking of. I, <laughs> yes, I hate living in the middle of nowhere um or rather more Mood. more accurately living in a county where like mcdonald's took hold but nothing else did oh my god i feel and, that and dunkin donuts we have that too but like that's the coffee place the fast food place and the one good gas station that's practically a restaurant mm -hmm. oh my god the middle of nowhere bundle. You've perfectly described my town. Uh, we have a lot of restaurants that we're a tourist area, um, a lot of theater and things like that. So like we do have that. But like when I'm driving down to um, about an hour to the KFC, because sometimes you just need them biscuits. I, it's just a fact. Um, you. I, I, I encounter some some terrifying driving, specifically once I have entered Connecticut. Um, I, hmm. uh, <laughs> Connecticut, driving in Connecticut is one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. Um, short of like driving in New York city, those are the only two that are like, oof, it, it, it's not a good time. Um, so in the moments where like, I, where I feel myself being the most nervous while, well, just driving on a back road in Connecticut, I remind myself, like, the reason I'm worrying about this is because I actually care about surviving this drive, which is silly. Like, that's a silly way to, like, word that. But, like, when you think about it, yeah, where where is the root of of where where is the root of that weird bit of a uh, 
driving anxiety that we have. It is the fact that we want to live and survive through driving a thing that functionally moves faster than like whatever insane number of horses and trying to live while doing so. It's a wild thing that we're doing, but caring, our caring about the fact that we're surviving is what's keeping us alive and on this planet in the first place. So in those moments where we feel afraid, reminding ourselves like, hey, we're afraid. You're afraid for a good reason. And also that fear is a sign that you do actually give a shit. And that is good. Um, So even if it's something just like that, I think there's a way in which this can become a positive thing. Um, okay, I, and that's I agree. the energy to also, carry forward, not so much the rest of it. But, I, <laughs> yeah. but here was something that did resonate with me as yes. you were you were reading the story about the mm-hmm. rabbit, and it's specifically mm-hmm. the line, the rabbit loves to remind friends <laughs> and basically everything that happened after that. And here's why, mm-hmm. right? Uh, being... Exactly as this rabbit card called me out to be. Yes, I am afraid of everything, especially the future. Uh, I am overwhelmed. Surprise, surprise. I have mental health illnesses that happens. Uh, And I do have a tendency to freeze because maybe if I just don't do anything, it'll work out for itself. But the most important thing I think uh, to not to take away, but the, the thing that resonated about it is taking all of those feelings on the inside and then projecting it onto your friends. Mm -hmm. So like rabbits afraid of the Eagle swooping down and eating their friends. That's the anxiety. So rabbit throws that anxiety at their friends. Like the Eagle's going to eat us one day. It's going to swoop down and eat us one day. And it's like, it's awful. Friends are stressed out. And then the Eagle's like, that's not a bad idea. And then the bad thing. (laughs) Yeah. What? So it, it's also... kind of like the projection. It's like the projection. And then also kind of if Eagle was self-sabotaging behavior mm-hmm. and confirmation bias. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Ooh, shit. Because the way that it's worded implies that the Eagle was not thinking about doing that thing until the rabbit insisted that was the thing that was going to happen. And then yeah. it happens. That. Not because the eagle was going to do it anyways, but because the rabbit was so certain it was going to happen, kept talking about how it was going to happen, that the forces of the universe, in this case, the eagle was like, yeah, let's let's do that. Let's try it's that. Like, I was hungry, actually. Uh, <laughs> it, it truly does sound like it's interesting. This card I f- is reminding me of a fable, but I don't where it is basically exactly what the, what was listed there as a wild like two sentence summary of a full story that I know that I've heard before, but I truly cannot remember what the fable is. And it's, it's like breaking my brain that I cannot remember what the fable was. Um, <laughs> as I, I think about folklore and fables a lot. And yet, and yet somehow I cannot imagine what this one is, but that's that, but also this card on in and of itself might as well be its own fable with that exact message of like also maybe like maybe double check like maybe double check upon this upon doing this projecting also double check to make sure who exactly is hearing it too 
Um, that's the other thing that stands out yeah. about the incident in question of like, oh shit, if the eagle wasn't around to hear it, <laughs> maybe this whole thing wouldn't have gone so poorly. But also, there like so. But also, that's um, that's an a a taking, take uh, what is it? I'm trying to remember. It's a piece of advice that I give to a lot of people. Um, it is the the awareness of oh, awareness of location is not the word that I'm thinking of, but like just awareness of surroundings. There we go. Be aware of your surroundings. Why that is a there's a common phrase that should not have been that difficult to remember. Wow. Anyway, um, woo, love. I can't wait to tell you the two words I mixed up today. <laughs> I, I've got it here now. What were they? I was trying to figure out what that word was that was used to describe the freeing of the slaves. I knew it began with an E and I knew it had like a da 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 shin. And instead of emancipation, I spit out exoneration. Ah, not exoneration, no! <laughs> oh no, wait a minute! <laughs> and I knew it was wrong. I was like, I know that's not oh, the word. No. I know it begins with an E. Someone help me! <laughs> that's really funny. I do I do appreciate that one. That, that, oh, oh, wow, so... that's funny. Oh, God. Oh, see... <laughs> Having this, this, these specific brain things that make words weird is fun. It's also additionally fun when you are a writer, just in general. Like when you're any kind of artist, to be honest. But like when you're a writer, and like words are the words are the craft that you use to make mm -hmm. money. Like why am I saying it like that? That's ridiculous. Anyway, make the, the make money. Of the money. <laughs> the <moolah>. um, <laughs> never an accent i've used before to be honest that's not one of them anyway um as a voice actor sometimes you gotta throw some of them out and that's not that's not what i have ever used but i might use it at some point to make it a no that'll just offend a bunch of people i'm never going to do that but it's a let it one. die yeah <laughs> that the one will die on this exact recording it will never appear after this point uh um <laughs> but um the, yeah, so having that the fun brain thing where the words just get jumbled up, it's great. Um, but I think I think with um with this overall and with the rest of this all all connected to it, um, I think that <clears throat> the interesting thing too about just the the way that this card wound up in here, I did actually like I don't. It's interesting. The way that I draw from that deck, um, I have a whole like specific pattern that I of like a pattern of um how I shuffle the cards from the other deck. Um whereas this one normally what I'll do is I will just like spread them out and just like grab the one that feels right, which is kind of what I did for this one, but I also like shuffled it this time and was going to just go with the one that was on top, which I am now so curious what it was. Um, I, Oh yeah. Heck yeah. I know I'm that feel see what it was. Cause I'm just wildly curious. Um, Oh, there's a stingray. Wow. There's the stingray, which I love. Cause it's got a very, very gay <laughs> rainbow just right through the middle of it. Uh, I love right? it. Love that. Um, however, I also, have a mild vendetta against stingrays just due to 
<laughs> because I will never forgive them for Steve Irwin, which feels like a very petty reason. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was going to go there. I was just like, it's Steve Irwin, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Um, how, how young were you when we lost the man? I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't remember point. either. I don't remember how young oh, I was. Man. I just remember that uh, RuneScape was still kind of popular. <laughs> oh my god. The, the way... The way that that just made me have a flashback is wild. Um, I remember the day it happened because people were just like conga lining uh, for Steve Irwin. They did the follow action to create like a really, really long like memorial line for Steve Irwin. Oh, wow. And I, yep, that is, it's a really weird way to remember that day, but that's how that happened. I, I remember people actively crying. That is just like, and having that first moment of like, damn, I've really, I watched that man on TV like yesterday. I'm like, I'm getting emotional over it, but like, uh oh, okay, hold on, hold on a minute. Wait a minute now, hold on. Oh. Uh, sorry, that's a, <clears throat> I've been looking up a lot of memes because I've been inserting them or like finding spots to insert them into videos. Um, and whatnot. Wait a minute now. Hold on. Is one from Nicki Minaj that I appreciate a lot. Um, it was one I actively hear in my brain all the time. But the stingray is developing self confidence, um, a sense of self or spine. Um, <laughs> I feel. I'm. J- I just okay. So you get an additional bonus card because that one was originally there due to the like nature of shuffling. But I did, like, grab the other one. I didn't see it initially and just went with the other one. Oh, something slipped yeah, in? Yeah, it was one of those, like, whatever. It was kind of like when there's a jumper, you go with the jumper, that kind of thing. It was that vibe. So, like, there was something that just felt like it was telling me, no, you need to grab the one in the middle, which was the rabbit. So now I'm looking at the stingray, and I'm like, but then, the, but that doesn't, that also never never means get rid of the other one. That means they you need both of these. They're buddies. Yeah. So, so bonus card, everyone. Woo! Um. All right. So, <laughs> the stingray developing confidence, sense of self, or spine. The stingray card represents a pivotal point in personal growth. The moment has come when the stingray must decide between the old. Easy, comfortable, and familiar. And the new, challenging, uncomfortable, and unfamiliar. Pressure from family and friends to make, sorry, pressure from family and friends makes the decision even more complicated. No matter what choice is made now, it is inevitable that this dilemma will surface again and again. As the force of Dharma grows, growing within the stingray is too strong to ignore. When in balance, eager wants to grow. When out of balance, blames others and quits. <laughs> I, wow. Um. Anyway, sorry. Uh. Just woof. Stingray is a lot more polite than rabbit. Very much so. But also, <laughs> the callouts when the when out of balance are always like they always get me in my core um to bring into balance move through the discomfort oh i do like that one actually i like that one this is a good one okay i i don't know how these two work together 
Oh, I know exactly how they work I together. I love that you do. I would love to hear how these two work together because what? Um, listen, okay, so listen to this. If the rabbit is afraid of everything overwhelms and freezes, that means inaction, mm. right? Being out of balance for the rabbit card is like talkative fast and being anxious and basically just like chaos. Mm. Bringing back in balance for the rabbit is day of silence, as you interpret as self-care. I think that is correct in terms of bringing it back. Yeah. And here's how I think the stingray plays into with the rabbit. It's literally saying, grow a spine. <laughs> yep. It's like, be, like, have a spine and have a spine and know that you've got to move, that you have to move forward. You gotta move through it. Because if the rabbit is freezing, Mm -hmm. if the rabbit freezes in very uncomfortable situations, the stingray is saying it's okay to feel uncomfortable, but you gotta go through it anyways. Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, these two do work. You were right. Okay. See, I'm glad I'm glad I remembered to look at that one because that that was that it does wow. I wow the way sometimes these things just connect to each other in a wild way maybe i'm not a stingray yet but maybe i have potential to that be. Ooh, there it is there it is and i feel like that's the perfect the perfect spot to end at so where can the people on the internet find you and find your work um which yes i will link to but also you know v- vocal reminders is always great. Yes. <laughs> Hi, I am Jelly Melly Draws. I am an artist in the Tabletop and Dungeons and Dragons community. I also do Twitch graphics. You can find me on Twitter and on Twitch using that handle, Jelly Melly Draws, all one word. You can also find me on Instagram, but I mostly use that as a visual gallery. If you want my my content and my commentary, find me on Hell Twitter. Hell yeah. That is I highly recommend I have just <laughs> I just earlier popped in the discord that is a thing that happened I I keep finding myself in all these new discords and I I love it it is also one of the things where I'm like this is an app where weirdly I feel like I'm on it almost never but I also simultaneously like I am always on it at the same time like I don't know I don't know I spend a lot of time there and yet somehow you're on it searching for content that it may not have all the time so it feels like you're never getting something Mm. from it it's more that like i always feel like i have missed something like i have like i've joined the conversation exactly 45 minutes after the last one so nobody is still (laughs) online and i'm just here (laughs) it's like in every but it is also where all of my group chats are like that's where all of them that's where all of them are. That's where all my conversations with my friends are. So it 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 makes sense to go there. And it, the the joy of it is cultivating a group where, yes, I may be 45 minutes late to that conversation, but I will interject with a chaos gem, <laughs> with a chaos gem of a comment. Or just, casu- my favorite thing is to casually drop in, just leave a meme that makes Yes. no sense for the rest of everything that yes. is happening she's the mammoth of course Love it. um from Nicki minaj explaining her character in ice age three <laughs> i think so i think that's Why the one is she in the, I, whatever i i'm not 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 complaining Love interest but like what pretty was she the, she no. was like she was a yes she was a mammoth and i don't but i don't know 
what she was doing there. I I never saw it. I just remember it was, uh, it's a meme from it's a meme from an interview. I'm gonna just I will li- I there's there's a very chaotic Australian twink that I've been following um on on oh YouTube. Maybe that's a rude thing to describe him as. I don't really know. Whatever. Um, he 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 shares a lot of memes, and watching his videos makes me feel like I'm losing my mind, but in like a good way. Like positive dissociation. Whatever. What? It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but I'll I'll leave all of the requisite links just below. I will also drop in just for all of, I guess, the episodes of the future. I'll just drop in a single meme just at the end that'll have no context for anything. Maybe that'll be what gets people to actually read the show notes that I put so much time into. Not me shading the audience yet again. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, the listeners do a pretty decent job of following through and actually checking in with people, which I appreciate. So listeners, like I've always said, please do that. And, um, also, please read the show notes because I do genuinely spend time on them. Fuck, I spend so much time on these goddamn show notes. <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> by all this time, it's like 15 minutes. But like, <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate my guests who have a link tree. That is a thing that I appreciate. And I know you do because I was on yours ah. earlier. Um, <laughs> yes, to shove that on Right? There. Like, I appreciate that a lot because I can always, like, I, I can find all of the links and all of the, like, important things. They'll all be there. And then I can link all of them. Like, I still go into the link tree and then link them individually, but then I also will just put the link tree link in there, too. It's the formatting it that is the thing that takes a while. So that's why I hope they come in and check it out. Um, <laughs> and also, I guess I've never asked anybody to do this. I should probably ask for it. Rate and review the podcast, maybe uh, like five stars. I guess I literally have never asked anybody to do that. That is. I'm a professional podcaster and I smash that like and subscribe <laughs> button things I can't wait to say I've already put it in the script for the YouTube video because I'm so excited <laughs> for it hey. um, but uh, dear and lovely listeners um, be well do as much good work as you possibly can while acknowledging we are still in a panini so take care of yourselves my god take care of yourselves and above all else, stay safe out there. Like I just said, we in a panini, honey. So mm, uh, take care of yourself. And I get, yeah, just stay safe out there. And... Mm-hmm.